Is Osvaldo Cabrera coming for Harrison Bader's job next? Let's discuss it on today's Locked On Yankees. You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Stacey Gotsoulias, and I'd like to thank you for making Locked On Yankees your first listen every day. I'd like to introduce you to my producer, Steve Granado. Steve, how is your Monday going? Oh, it's, you know, we're hanging out. We're hanging out. We're getting closer to real baseball, and we're getting closer this week to the World Baseball Classic. Very exciting. Um, yeah, I'm actually today. excited about it, too. <laughs> Good, as you should be. Vladdy Jr. out, though. Yeah. Vladdy Jr. out. Big bummer. Uh, today's show, by the way, Stacey, we got to talk about Glaber Torres. We brought it up uh, at the end of last week. Um, there was an article in The Athletic that we didn't get to, and there's some interesting answers in it uh, from Glaber Torres himself, so we'll talk about that. We asked Yankees fans an impossible question, an absolutely impossible question. You gave us your best answers. But first, Oswaldo Cabrera, center field. Stacy, your thoughts on what's going on with that? I love this kid. You know, Aaron Boone said that he could end up seeing some playing time in center field because Cabrera basically endorsed himself for it. He was mic'd up on yes, which is a really big deal for this kid to be mic'd up during a half inning um, against the Rays. And he basically said that he'd play anywhere. He would love to try to play in center field. Ryan Rucco and Jack Curry said, hey, we'll be interviewing Boone in a few innings. We'll let him know what you said and let him know that you're ready for it. And it looks like that it worked because <laughs> Boone said, hey, we're going to try him out in center. Why not? Um, I just really adore this kid. He was so much fun to watch. You know, he was giving them insight to the game. Um, he did make a wrong prediction, though, because he thought that Seve was going to get um, a guy out on a fly out. And then the guy fouled off a couple of times. And then I don't even think he was able to get the guy out. But he really thought he was going to because he had a 3-2 count. And it was just I I really loved the mic'd up feature on the all during the All-Star game when Trevino and Cortez were working together. And I think this needs to happen more in baseball. And hey, maybe they can mic him up when he's in center field. <sighs> We talked about this a little last week. Mm -hmm. Oswaldo Cabrera has, in his professional career, shy of these 40 games in the majors, has not played outside of the infield. Mm -hmm. He has not been a right fielder. He has not been a left fielder. And he sure has not been a center fielder from the time that we've seen him. All last year with the Rail Riders. As I mentioned, of course, again, if you're still new here, I was with the Rail Riders in 2022. He was injured for a while with a shoulder problem, throwing shoulder. Mm -hmm. Went down to Tampa, worked out for a few months, came back to the Rail Riders. They played like four games or something with the Tarpons and then came back to the Rail Riders. When he came back, we were very shocked because one day in the starting lineup, he was in right field. And we went, why? What is this? Because we didn't have Anthony Volpe yet. We had Peraza. Mm -hmm who had been our everyday shortstop. And then like Armando Alvarez had been at third, Philip Evans had been at third. And then all of a sudden we're like, why in the world is Cabrera in right? And now Cabrera is going to be in center apparently. 
Stacy, this is, brings me to a massive question for you. Okay. Let's say Cabrera is in center field. Like, let's say that, like, we're halfway through the season. He's in the big leagues all year long. He doesn't play the Rail Riders. He's just with the Yanks. And Bader's not hurt. Bader's sitting for the day. And Aaron Judge is in the lineup. Would this shock you to see Cabrera in center over Aaron Judge? Because I think that would shock me. Like, do they really think that Cabrera should be in center and Judge in left in the same lineup? Ooh, that's a t I don't think so. I think that they would play Judge in center and put Cabrera in left because he has a little bit ex of experience there. I think they're just testing this out to see if you know, God forbid something happens and they need him to play center field. I mean, he just basically was like, I want to try it. And they said, well, why not? It's spring training. We'll put you there. But I think that if something like that happened in the regular season, I think they'd feel more comfortable with Aaron Judge in center since he has experience out there. And he's so taller not, and can cover more if, ground. <laughs> if you're Harrison Bader, you're not worried. Right? I don't like. Th yeah. There's I don't no think he way, needs to be right? worried. Right? Because, I mean, Bader is the center fielder, right? Like, I'm yes. not crazy there. Yeah, no. Okay. No, he's the, he's the, he's definitely the center fielder. Yeah, it's just, okay. it's an option. they're talking of moving Judge in the first place, right? They're talking about moving Judge just in, overall. He's going to be in left, it seems. Yeah, they're, they're putting right. him, yeah, they're putting him in either Wednesday or Thursday. They're going to try it out. Last week, we also talked about Estevan Florial. Hmm. How do you feel right now if you're Estevan Florial? I would not be very happy. We saw him play over the weekend. I would be pretty mad right now if I was Estevan Florial. Yeah. Yeah, this feels like a way of them to not give him an option and maybe find a way to, I guess, get rid of him in a way. Because they're coming up with all these different scenarios to fill in the outfield and not using him as an option. I'm kind of, I'm still surprised about the judge in left field thing that, you know, he brought it up and they're like, sure, why not try it? And I don't know. <laughs> I feel a I little mean, just overall, we, we, they're already log jammed. Mm -hmm. I get it that I, I guess from the front that this is just, okay, let's see if we have this option, but that they're even really, I mean, it seems like they're really considering it. Yeah. It seems kind of bizarre to me. It also feels on un uh, Yankee-like in a way. It's yes. sort of it's very odd. It's almost like they're going a little too far off course. Right? Like Cabrera is a shortstop. Yeah. Let's not forget that in all of this. Mm -hmm. He is a shortstop. And I know that short lends itself to being one of the more athletic players on the field. Right. So it's not, you know, completely out of left that he could play multiple positions. And we know that he's already apparently really good at playing multiple positions, even though we didn't know that until a couple of months ago. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I still just think it's, it's kind of odd um, overall, just in general that, that they would even consider it. Yeah. Cause that's like it's, doomsday. If Cabrera's in center in right. my mind, that's it's doomsday. Like yeah. we have no one left. Yeah. We have to put Cabrera in center if yeah. I'm the coaching staff. I know, but it feels like that's not what they're doing. And yeah, I agree. It is very odd. Very odd. Some slight news, by the way. Some slight oh, yes. news. 
That's, oh, that's right. It's uh, this part of spring training. <laughs> yeah, very, very minimal news. Uh, tweet coming out from Yankees PR. Uh, this is on Sunday. The Yankees reassigned Sean Boyle, Josh Bro, Elijah Dunham, Anthony Siegler, DJ Snelton. Not going to lie, had not seen that name before. Mitch Spence uh, and Austin Wells, all to minor league camp. This all makes sense. We know that uh, Bro and Wells are currently injured right now. Um, Boyle and Spence. Uh, Siegler, they all had no chance of making the major league uh, roster this year. So these are all small. We just figured we'd bring them up because it's uh, the first reassignments of spring training. Yippee. Yeah. Yeah. Looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you got to try a Built Bar. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% chocolate. That's right, it's real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable, amazing flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. And now you don't need to wait around for a box. For years, we've been telling you to go to built.com and to order and use all our promo codes. But now you can go to your local Walmart or your local Sam's Club. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. And if you go to Sam's Club, you can pick up a 13-bar box. Stacy, we asked Locked On Yankees fans over the weekend some impossible questions, uh, one more so than the other. The first question we asked... You have to keep only one. Which one is it? Your answer possibilities were Anthony Volpe, Oswald Peraza, Oswald the Cabrera, and Jason Dominguez. So we polled Twitter uh, users and our YouTube users. We got nearly 150 votes total. And Volpe is the clear-cut winner on the Twitter side. 66% say Volpe. 13.2 for Peraza and Cabrera split evenly, and then 7.5% for Jason Dominguez over on our YouTube side. Uh, we got more votes over there. 51% saying Anthony Volpe, but Jason Dominguez leaping into second place with 28%. Then it's Cabrera at 16 and then Peraza at six. Stacy, I will ask you, you can only keep one Volpe, Peraza, Cabrera, or Dominguez. Your time starts now. Oh boy. This is tough. Um, mm -hmm. Volpe. Yeah, Volpe. Because they've been holding on to him for so long. And it would be nice for them to have a first-round uh, first draft pick turn into something big again. And I think he can do that. I think he works hard enough to do that. They all work hard enough to do that. But I feel like, I don't know. I, I liked what I heard about him when they first drafted him. And I'm liking all the stuff I'm hearing about him now. And... But this is really tough. It's not like Volpe is my answer in a clear-cut win. You know, it's like they're all really close, and it's hard to make that decision. So my next question for you specifically, does that mean you think Anthony Volpe is the Yankees' shortstop of the future? Ooh. Yeah, see? Over Peraza, over Sweeney, over Cabrera. Is Anthony Volpe going to win that position then? Oh, see. Because that's the one you're keeping. I know. Well, yeah, I guess if I'm keeping him, then yes. Yes. But I don't, you know, thankfully, this isn't a real thing because, you know, I said it the other day. 
I really feel like Peraza is going to be the shortstop. Volpe is going to be the second baseman. I think that's what they're kind of hoping for. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you keep Volpe, he becomes your shortstop. He's your Derek Jeter. And that's what they want him to be. <laughs> that was lofty. You heard it here. They want Volpe <laughs> to be Jeter. Well, I mean, you know, kind of like Jeter. Although I think they kind of want Judge to be like Jeter, really. Um, in that sort of... Um, what's it called like that height of fame but yeah that would be an interesting thing there but out of those four i would pick volpe yeah that's a tough one though <laughs> that's a really tough one that's why i put it out there yep. there were some interesting responses people being like come on man like why are you gonna do this to me um <laughs> we asked another question by the way follow us at locked on yankees and of course subscribe here on youtube we're trying to hit two thousand subscribers by opening day 2k by opening day see everyone loves a rhyme uh but that way you get a part to be a part of these polls um we're going to be doing more and more of them we've already in the last week done like six of them so get in have your voice heard we want you to be a part of the show um and of course while you're at it you can always drop in questions here on our comment side and we will answer your questions on fridays yay okay our, our <laughs> other question we asked over the weekend i asked this on sunday so not as many votes because it was only open for a day at this very moment, surprise, ring, 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 the phone is ringing. Assuming the deal is decent at minimum, would you trade Glaber Torres? So this is essentially a question is, how confident are you that any of those aforementioned guys, your Peraza, Volpe, Cabreras, are they ready to start on opening day at second base? This is what Lockdown Yankees fans had to say. 59.1% on Twitter said no, interestingly enough. 59.1% said no. 40.9% said yes. Complete opposite over on our YouTube side. Yes was 60%. 40% saying no. We got more votes on YouTube. Not by a ton, but we got more votes on YouTube. Stacy, at this very moment, would you trade Glaber Torres? No, not yet. Maybe at the deadline, but not yet. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's tough. I know it's, I, I think I'm with you. Yeah. I don't think it's time. I don't think it's time. I don't right. think there's a need to do it. Right. Yeah. They don't really need to I, do I, that yet. Know, I obviously, I said, assuming that de the deal is a good, a decent one, not like, oh, what a great deal or like, oh my gosh, what a terrible deal. Just like, oh, okay. A, a, a make sense deal. Yes. I just don't yeah. think there's a need. I don't think there's a glaring hole. We've talked about how the only real hole is a closer slash potential setup man. I think those jobs will kind of just hash themselves out. Mm -hmm. um, at least for the time being, maybe if the Yankees are like this is not working at the back end right now, we need to make a move. I think mm -hmm. a Glaber Torres could be a piece that would be moved in order to get some sort of closer. But I also yeah. think that Glaber Torres would have to return to having a much better 2023. Yes, I agree with that. But yeah, for right now, I agree with the Twitter people and saying no, <laughs> not yet. It's too soon. Because we spoke about it the other day. You know, Oswald, Oswald Peraza has the experience he played. I mean, they had him playing in the playoffs and he was fine. Um, Volpe does not have that experience yet. And I feel like the ultimate plan is going to be, as I said earlier, Peraza at short, Volpe at second. 
some or some sort of combination of those two because they've held on to them for this long and you know i think glaber might be the odd guy out which is Man, a bummer kind of yeah it is but you know it's the one-year deal the arbitration uh settlement at nine point whatever it ended up being um so he's he's sticking around uh this kind of leads us into our last segment of the day by the way um glaber kind of talked about this a little bit so we'll be talking about that in just a minute These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. So you go to LinkedIn Jobs, then you add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So we discussed Glaber Torres and there are trade rumors about him and there was this Q&A with Glaber in The Athletic last week that we didn't get to, but it's timely now with the questions that we asked about Glaber and with how the kids are playing and with the stuff coming up for Glaber this year because of how you mentioned arbitration and, you know, will they sign him to an extension or will they say, nope, we're going to take a chance on the kids. So Chris Kirchner is the one who did the Q&A with Glaber and he said, I know you've said that you're the, kind of unsure about your future. You've been mentioned in a lot of trade rumors, which I know we've talked about in the past. How does that affect a player when that's over your head? And Glaber said, in the moment, it's for sure something I think about. During the season, you're playing with all your brothers and you hear you almost got traded. It's really hard, especially when you have the relationship you do with all of the boys. At the end of the day, it's a business. It is what it is. All I can do is focus more on my game to get better every day. And let's just see what happens in the future. And that's got to be really tough for a baseball player to hear all that chatter. It and, is. and I feel like some of these guys do get affected by it. And there are certain parts of the year where, you know, it got to them a little bit and you see their play kind of dip. And it could also be a combo of that and the dog days of summer kind of thing happening. But yeah, that's got to be tough. Weighted runs created plus was really, really down in August for Glaber. He mm -hmm. played much better in September once they had passed all that um, and definitely played much better in September. So you can give him that. But it's very clear. And, you know, you're seeing it with that quote from The Athletic. He was affected um, yeah. by those rumors. And it definitely, I mean, if we're saying don't trade him now, then it definitely wasn't the case to trade him in August, right? So the Yankees made the right move by not moving him because they can yeah. see the writing on the wall. These guys aren't ready yet. And I think that's still going to be the case heading into 2023. The other one that 
kind of piqued my ears a, a little bit more was this question a little bit further down in that article, which will, by the way, will be linked in the episode description if you want to read that whole thing with a subscription to The Athletic. I always highly recommend it. Um, they are not paying me to say that. Here is what, uh, here's what the question was. Have you had any conversations with Brian Cashman or Aaron Boone about the future since the end of the season? Glaber said, not really. I think my agents have in some way, but for sure, if I had the opportunity to do it, I would tell them, let's sign a big deal. But no, I haven't talked with Cash or Booney about those types of things. Stacy, your feelings on that specific part. Let's sign a big deal. Glaber wants to stay. Yeah. Yeah. And in a different part of the Q&A, he mentioned, you know, yes, he got a start in Chicago, but he came over here. He feels like it's like a family to him and he really loves playing in New York. He also understands the business side of it, but he really wants to stay here and he really wants to play with the Yankees and play with them for a really long time. Now, I wonder what his idea of a big deal is going by what other people have gotten in the past few months. Like, you know, I don't see Glaber Torres getting a deal like Xander Bogart's got a deal, but it would no. be interesting to see what he commands from anyone, you know, or what the Yankees could give him. But, you know, we've talked about this last week. I believe I mentioned the whole we were talking about Hicks. We were talking about Severino. And yeah, we were talking about Hicks because that deal is so long, the uh, extension that he signed. And I feel like the Yankees kind of have that in the back of their mind when it comes to this as well. And they don't want to get burned by anything big again. I'm with you. Um, I mean, we're already talking about the trades. We already talked about it in this episode about the guys that are right on his tail does he get that big deal? Whatever that is in his mind, is Glaber Torres a Yankee in 2024? Yeah, that is going to be interesting to see. I mean, you know, I, I know I joked on the show the other day where I was like, yeah, no, get rid of him. But not really. I just was saying if it was a choice between certain people, yes, go with the younger guys, go with the guys that you really think are going to be the future of the team. And it's just they have too many people to fill these positions and they have to make choices like this and some people may not like it and Glaber Torres might might not like it like it if it happens but it's just the nature of the beast last question for you on this before we say goodbye for the day mm -hmm. if he is not with the Yankees past 2023 mm -hmm. Glaber Torres revenge tour at Yankee oh. Stadium will that yeah. be a thing yeah, I'm slightly worried about that, but I'm always worried about that. You know, I, I kind of had it in my head that Clint Frazier was going to leave and start beating up on the Yankees, but that hasn't happened yet. So I'm kind of, um, yeah, that could happen. I wonder where he would go. And plus now with the schedules being different and you don't play division in division rivals as much as you used to and it's spread out more, it almost doesn't matter where he goes now because it can still be a revenge tour depending on the amount of games that he plays against them. So yeah, that could be an interesting thing to look out for in 2024. Coming up on tomorrow's Locked on Yankees, can Aaron Judge repeat the 2022 season this year? We'll break it all down on tomorrow's episode. Subscribe to make sure that you don't miss it. And thanks for making Locked on Yankees your first listen. Now for your second listen, check out Locked on Fantasy Baseball. Win your league by listening to Matt and Dom every day as they bring you the best fantasy draft strategies. Find Locked On Fantasy Baseball wherever you get your podcasts. 
and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias, and we'll see you tomorrow.